Hey guys, it's Hannah and Rachel, and this is the Seven Years Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today is way before the release date of this podcast, and we thought the first introductory episode should be (laughs) what sets us apart, which is being a millennial and a Gen Z. Yes. So, um, the podcast is called Seven Years for a reason, and that reason is because we are seven years apart. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so, we are seven years apart. I was born August 19th, 1996. And I was born December 22nd, 2002. 2002 yeah it really <laughs> gives me all kinds of weird feelings when you say that like I know when that I say that loud yeah when yeah. you when I hear it it just kind of makes me nauseous <laughs> just a little um because in 2002 I was just living my best life because the last you weren't 90, even born yet. <laughs> the last 90s um kids that graduated I think I was a freshman oh my god yeah I've been out of high school for six years now. yeah yeah wow okay so we're Been seven years it. apart yeah just not, we're not <laughs> right on into that we're seven years apart so that's our birthdays um we have we're gonna do a whole nother episode on our zodiacs and our personality traits and our um enneagrams and all of the personality tests because we're big on those but this episode is specifically the difference between our actual um generation titles Mm -hmm. so um right before this we looked it up i technically am the last year of a millennial yeah and you are good you're well into the gen z yeah can't speak english um so let's uh i guess let's start with like some fun differences so how old were you when you had your first phone um i was 12 years old which can you give me can you tell me what year that was in (laughs) that was was that 2014 oh my god would that have been 2014 i was graduating high school yeah oh my god i think so oh i think that's i think that's right i'm 17 minus five or 2015 okay 14 15 okay yeah i was i was graduating high school and starting hair school (laughs) Wow. Okay, so I was in seventh grade, so I probably would have been about twelve. Yeah. Um, I was. That was two thousand and seven. <laughs> in two thousand and seven, I was like in first grade. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, makes me. I'm so. She don't really think about it. I, um, yeah. When it's just us and we're just vibing yeah. and thriving, I don't pay attention to her age. But when we I talk about really, it, it really makes me shudder. I don't really act no my age at all at all i don't think um so you were 12 and i was 12 yeah. so that's the same but the years are definitely <laughs> different so what was your first phone my first phone was an iphone 6 oh, <laughs> oh. 
Did you even have to have a riser at any point? No. Well, I didn't really need a phone until oh. I was around that age because, well, I I wasn't one of those kids that, like, had a phone, like, because there were kids that had iPhones way before me, yeah. too. So, my first phone was a version of a riser flip phone, but it was called a Crazer with a K. It was skinny. It looked like a mirror all over it. Um, Motorola. Like, I remember when AT&T was an AT&T. Do you? No. Oh, my God, you don't. No. Oh. <laughs> like, the, I probably didn't have an iPhone until high school. I know that I didn't have an iPhone until high school. And it was like an iPhone 3. Like, the rounded back and all. No square edges. My iPhone 4 that I had, I was probably a sophomore, junior in high mm-hmm. school. And at the high school, um, of course, it has the stage. Yeah. And I was sitting on the stage and my phone was sitting next to me. And I hit it and it flew across. <laughs> because it's ca- literally yeah, like the it size li- of your palm. Yeah, it literally just like slid completely across <laughs> the room and shattered because they were very fragile and it shattered and I had to take it to my mom's office because she worked at the school and be like dad is gonna kill me because I broke this phone and it was expensive then I mean they're expensive now but it was like it was a big deal and I cried because I knocked my iPhone 4 off and I was like a junior literally a junior in high school yeah well um I always wanted a phone but mom mama she was she was like, there's no need for me to have a phone because, which, now I'm looking back, that's really fair because yeah. there is no need for, like, a 10-year-old to have a phone. So, I got a phone because um, my dad, we lived in a different house than my parents live in now, and my dad drove a motorcycle to work, mm-hmm. and he had a motorcycle wreck one morning, and mom's phone, because we didn't have a landline, mm-hmm. mom's phone wasn't working and so my aunt had to drive to the house and tell mom that dad had had a motorcycle wreck well because nobody could get a hold of us she had to come to she had to come tell mom and so i got a phone right after that because they wanted there to be another phone in the house for emergencies the emergency was i get to talk to my friends all the time that's (laughs) what it it came down to like i i probably didn't need a phone um because i was with mom or somebody a lot but then probably eighth grade i started getting to go places without my mom mm-hmm. well i could i could go places without yeah her. but like i could go hang out with yeah my cousins and their friends and they were older than i was so courtney is anyway doesn't matter how old yeah. she is she's almost 30 and so mm-hmm. me i just turned 24 um i got to go hang out with all of their friends and so i was with the older kids and so then they were like okay she's got a phone if she needs us she can call us and that's how I got mine. Was mine because was of. because um, we were, I was 12, you know, so I was starting to play travel ball more, and I wasn't always with my parents, so they wanted an easier way to get a hold of me instead of, like, you know, going through the parents. Yeah. Just so like, it was just a lot easier. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, phones. That was, that's a big... The internet. That's okay. The internet. Yeah. So, um, 
my first phones you couldn't even get on the internet <laughs> you couldn't even get on it it costs so much um also texting t9 you never had to do that you had a keyboard no. Yeah. You never had to... Oh, my gosh. No. You never had to press the button a hundred times to get to the letter that you wanted. <laughs> I could text so fast doing that. I almost like I could have typed faster on my T9 than on my iPhone keyboard at the time. Well, like, I remember um, because the internet... Like, I literally was born into having the internet anyway. Mm. Yeah. So we just always had the internet so I just remember um, like at school we would have our internet safety mm. and yeah. they would show us videos and like talking about like how dangerous the internet can actually be and like, I don't knowing think the I, safety yeah I don't think it. I ever got an internet safety course See, they really focused that on us I don't think we not once ever got an internet yeah. safety course that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. We always had, like, internet safety, and they wanted to, us to know, um, like, like, talking about, I guess, like, catfishing. Mm. But, like, oh, that's yeah. not what they called it. But, um, like... Like, um, how, like, men could try to be, like, somebody, or women, mm-hmm. both, like, they could could, and try you. to kidnap mm-hmm. you. So, like, they really focused that kind of stuff on us. Um, and, you know, my parents did, too. See, my parents did the same as yours. They, yeah. they focused on that. But um, also, I was always taught, like, what you put out can mm-hmm. always be found. Yeah. And if you don't want something out that you don't want seen, mm-hmm. don't put it out. Yeah. And, um, duh, that's common sense. Mm-hmm. Well, for a lot of people, anyway. Um, some people, they still need to work on that. But, no, I don't think I ever had an internet safety course. That's really interesting. I very vividly remember not having a ton of internet in school mm-hmm. like I um I remember taking like tests on the computer and stuff in little, like small elementary years which would have been about before you were born yeah I was in kindergarten in like 2000 so so um but then I remember I remember when the smart boards come out like mm-hmm. the you know like those that was really high tech and I was in like eighth grade I think I was I was little but see like you always had those in the classroom yeah we always had something like that and we did not yeah like that technology coming into the classroom yeah. was a big deal I want to say that I was in eighth grade because I of who my teacher was I remember her um she was my science teacher and we dissected a frog on the smart board so that was like that was really big so technology in general was very different for us growing up um also like entertainment with the internet (laughs) um i watched youtube but not like religiously i feel like a lot of people my age watch youtube as like their source of entertainment see I think we, I mean, we would watch funny videos or whatever, but that was not what we went to first, I don't think. It wasn't mine. I should say it wasn't mine. Um, I watched makeup tutorials, but I didn't obsessively, like, that's all I watched. I, I don't know. Um, I didn't watch tons, tons and tons of TV. Mm-hmm. I liked, I liked to read, so I read a lot, but, um, yeah, YouTube was 
so like I didn't have a computer until I was in high school mm -hmm. to watch YouTube on. It was just my phone. We, um, well, at my house, we would, we had like a, like a family like laptop, mm -hmm. and that's what we would use. Cause like I didn't really have anything like of my own to like my phone and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, some uh, sometimes I would only have like um, like for the Wi-Fi, uh, we wouldn't have it on all the time. Oh, like a time limit. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Mama didn't want me to be on. Like a screen time. Yeah. Type thing. Because yeah. I was still I was in middle school. Yeah. Like you needed some yeah. restrictions. Um, my grandparents had a computer that we could go and get on the internet but we were like in their house and but so like we didn't have one not until i was in high school mm -hmm. um and i had to have one yeah for school um so that's the diff that's a difference mm -hmm. um and a little like pop culture do you remember when netflix was not a streaming service no like do you remember that they used to mail you dvds and you had to send them back uh okay well I feel like my I mom invested. Sort of <laughs> I feel like she invested in Netflix like really early on. We we always had a Netflix account, but the Netflix account was you went in and picked out what DVD you wanted to be mailed, and they mailed it to you, and then you had like you could send it back when you got done with it. Well, we okay. So my parents are. My dad is a baby boomer, and my mom is like late. Gen X, is that right? Early Gen X. Or, yeah, early. Yeah. Like right on the line of baby boomer and like, mm -hmm. um, so. And my parents are like late Gen X. Yeah. Like I don't know what that I don't year know. is, but it's like I think it's nineteen uh, sixty-five to like nineteen eighty, maybe. Okay, so mom so and dad were like, yeah, mom and dad are like seventy-four. The year seventy-four. Yeah. So. Um, towards the end. So, like, yeah. they're probably kind of in the Middle East. So, I also grew up with um, VH uh, tapes. Oh, yes. I We had those in my house. And we had, you know, the DVD players. You know, that's what we would mm -hmm. bring. So, like, we didn't have iPads. No. You had so, like, we the had the DVD, DVD players. Strapped to the back of the yeah. seat. Yeah. And that's what we would bring on, like, road trips and stuff like that. And I... That was high-tech. That's what we... Yeah. yeah. And that's what we used. Um, but also, you know, the... It used to be in town in Parsons, the... It was like, you could go in there and... Uh, oh, the rent. video store. Yeah, the yeah. video store. Is it Was it Video Joe's? I don't know what Parsons or, like, one was but called, but ours... Yeah, like ours yeah. was the videos. Yeah, and video we would go store. in there because um, I thought it was so cool. And oh. we'd also get some from, like, the library and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah, like, that was really, like... Yeah, Big. we we did have that crossover because I mean up until up until I was in high school, yeah. the video store like you still could go in. Um, our video store like that's where me and my friends hung out because mm -hmm. one of my friends worked there, so we'd go in after school and we'd do homework. Or um, when I was in drama, we choreographed dances in that building. Uh, we did a lot of yeah. lots of memes in that one, um, but like Blockbuster, mm -hmm. um, the Netflix mailing you the DVDs. Um, I actually have the last song movie um, with Miley and Liam in it because I forgot to send back the Netflix DVD. <laughs> like, it's in the Netflix sleeve. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to see if I can find it and post a picture of it on our Instagram to show that it was a real thing. 
because I feel like it's forgotten that they started out mailing DVDs. Yeah. Because they've been streaming for so long. Yeah. And now they're, like, mega, mega. Oh, yeah. But they were mega for that, like, then. Yeah. It's just they had to evolve with yeah. the time changes. Yeah. That's and a really good example of evolution with yeah. the, technology the technology changes. Yeah. That and going back to, like, the education, um, we, you know, we were, like, the generation that we started to do a lot of, like, online testing. Mm. And we did a lot of... Um, things we've been doing in school online yes and like we're still we're still doing more online not just because of covid but because um, it's just easier yeah yeah they're so, just trying to make it easier for other people mm-hmm. i think my first real online test that i remember like my like a big state test was like our writing assessment and the first one i remember being online was my junior year of high school. Mine. Probably, That's like the first big test that I remember being online. I think mine was probably fifth grade because um, they really didn't do it with when you're younger because yeah. when you're younger you don't really understand that kind of stuff. But or then they didn't do it with us. But I I don't know what it's like for the elementary kids now like I don't know what they do I don't either they're so look you can hand a four-year-old a phone and they can take yeah they know they can do so much more with it than I can yeah at 24 yeah um so okay let's recap biggest um differences so far is technology and internet in general what we grew up with yeah um I don't know we we played a lot of board games when I was a kid we did I did growing up I think also between the differences in our generations you having older parents does set me yeah because your parents are older than my parents both of them your dad could almost be my dad's dad almost yeah very close and so um where my parents were like vibing and thriving with the changes and stuff too your parents were still kind of old school so that kept you in an old school environment yeah and i do feel like there are some people that are my age and their parents are just now in like their 30s yeah um which is that's 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 crazy that's the thing that makes me very like crazy because they grew up with different things than I did because me and you could have grown up with some of the same things but we're seven years yeah but I'm literally the same age as somebody else I'm like I don't know what you're talking about yeah because your parents were older yeah so like how old are your friends parents um so I think my all of my friends parents are all around the same age I think they're all in like mid 40s maybe so like probably closer to my parents age because your mom was how old when she had you? Me and my mom are 40 years. 40 years? Yes. But, like, if you actually look at my mom, she don't really look no, like it. No, your mom doesn't look 40 years yeah. older than you. But I think that's another thing that's sort of kept her young, too. Yes. Is having a daughter that's still in high school. And my mom is only 22 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, she had me at 22. 
But like some people, I feel like oh, some people think they y'all are sisters. Always <laughs> think that we're sisters. They always do. My mom is definitely young, and my, both of my parents. Yeah. Um. So okay, what about another one that we talk about a lot is our music tastes. Oh my god. Versus from our parents versus our yeah. Um, so I, we both we both obviously listen to mainstream music. Yeah. Rap, hip hop pop whatever was ever on and popping at the time but when we start going farther back oh my gosh um like my dad was part really into that like um early the early hip-hop yeah the, the start of hip-hop yeah because that's when he was a teenager yeah. so we listened to a lot of early hip-hop when yeah. i was a child so what did you listen to? See, okay, my mom, she graduated in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So she listened to, like, Leonard Skinner, the Eagles. Like, she listened to, like, Journey, mm-hmm. Bon Jovi. Like, she listened to all of that kind of stuff. So that's the kind of stuff I grew up on. Um, I feel like we probably both have a little bit of this just because of my mom's dad yeah. and your dad. But, like, Southern country. Oh, yeah, that's like, my dad. old country. Yeah old country yeah not even just like 90s country like 70s 80s country alan jackson my dad used to listen to that oh yes absolutely but even going back to like johnny cash oh yeah patsy klein yeah um loretta lynn yeah see all of them we because we live in the south we obviously have a country influence but um my, that was my mom's mm-hmm. so I got a well-rounded yeah but where you can listen to like The Rock the Leonard Skinner that yeah. kind of stuff I despise it see I hate it I grew up with it and so I like it see then it's sort of funny because then uh you have that kind and then you throw in like um The Beatles and Elton John mm-hmm. and then also I have like Fleetwood Mac yes like I have that kind so, like, I have different genres during that age time. Yes. So. And I probably did, well, I know, not probably, I did not appreciate those genres of music until I was almost an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we listen, like, I know the classic songs. Yeah. I know them and I'll sing them or whatever. But when I am clicking onto a playlist on Spotify to listen to music, I do not go and choose those. Yeah. Say, like, I click, like, I would be like, yeah, I'm gonna listen to some Queen right now. Now Queen is a hot Queen's look. Different. I I yeah. will jam out to some Queen, but like Fleetwood Mac, I'm not like. Have I have to be, to be in the mood. Like, yeah. To just go click on it. I feel like if you're not really into that kind of music, you sort of need to be in the mood, and I feel like that's with anything. Yeah. So like when I click on Spotify, I'm probably go either going to, um, like. 2000s hip-hop yeah like that's probably my go-to when i'm just wanting to vibe yeah and you there's no telling what you would click it just really depends it really depends on the day because like (laughs) one of my best memories of like music and my age Mm -hmm. 2007 fergie came out with big girls don't cry and specifically this song and rihanna came out with umbrella and those two songs what were what played mm-hmm. when we went to Disney for the first time and so like all of my memories are tied to this like year of 2007 yeah. music and so when I want to feel nostalgic I go put on Umbrella by Rihanna or Big Girls Don't Cry and I cry to yeah. that song so that I can get it together and go on about my day see but um I didn't listen I really did not listen to like 2000s music till 
I got older, which, you know, sort of sounds a little funny because you're like, well, that's when you grew up, why didn't you yeah. listen to that kind of music? But that's not what was played in my house. No. So I was not and used to that. absolutely was what played in my... Like, yeah. my mom and I can jam down to some Fergie. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, like, Black Eyed Peas. Just the whole... The whole... That... That Right era. before 2010 yeah. area of music like sets my soul into nostalgia yeah mode um and then like the early two like i think was it me and you and mom who went on when we were on yeah we looked at the years yes so we went through the year playlist on spotify and like i was like oh my god i forgot about all of these songs yeah. and they were all before you were born yeah which was and which crazy. is sort of funny because i i knew some of them but then some of them i was like i have no idea what this is lost but then it was it was also funny because some of the songs i would play me and your mom both knew yes and hannah was like I, I have no idea what this is i don't like it <laughs> and me mm, and, me and susan are just jamming out yes yeah oh Sus. so um with the same 2007 Maybe we should just change. I uh, maybe I should just change my entire aesthetic to th- 2007, the except the clothes. I could not do the clothes. Except oh, the clothes. The oh my god, the <laughs> layering of t-shirts over long no, sleeve shirts. You're missing it. The skirt over the jeans. <gasps> not the skirt over the jeans, girl. <laughs> the sparkly purses or the Kool-Aid purses, oh like made out of Kool-Aid yeah. patches. Did you have one of those? No, I did. I. <laughs> I I'm absolutely did. Are you? Are, no, because no, that was a fashion statement. I that just, was what was it then. But like, I feel like um, I don't know. Maybe this is just me from like looking at millennials. But I feel like when y'all were growing up, y'all were really focused on like brands. Oh, we were like American Eagle, yeah. Amber Crombie, yeah. Hollister. Like if you were that, you were it. And then now my generation, we thrift everything. You, we go to Goodwill. Yeah, we look. We. We do not do fast fashion. No. Like, that's not a thing now. Mm-mm. Which is so crazy. Yeah, but, like, definitely my middle school, yeah. like, if you didn't, I used to hate it because my mom didn't want to pay those prices yeah. for, um... What were the pants? Um, uh, the the Miss Me jeans. Yes, I know exactly that was just which a southern ones. thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. If you're not from the South and you're listening, tell us if it was yeah. a southern thing or not. But if you went to Buckle and you bought yourself some Miss Me jeans with the sparkly pockets and, and the belt to match. We bought And the, the belt to the purse, <laughs> to the pants. I had a matching And you can't purse. sit in the pants anyway. No, they hurt. They really do hurt. They're not comfortable. We didn't even... I didn't get those because Mama, she was like, I'm not doing that no my mom didn't want to pay for those i didn't want those no i i i had a little bit of a different style yeah so like i feel like that definitely evolutionized into where what i do for a living now is my style is just a little bit different like Mm -hmm. i liked classic pieces yeah which looking back they are not classic (laughs) but like in my head they were yeah i liked to um my style was definitely more prep and like Gossip Girl, I mm-hmm. guess you would say. I love that style. Mm-hmm. But like, that's what I would high school me. <laughs> well, I didn't. I really... did, I couldn't wear sweatpants to school. Yeah. I like I did not have the athleisure mm-hmm. build for that. I still don't. I will wear it now because I choose comfort. But in high school, I was entirely too self-conscious to wear sweatpants to school well now um my okay well 
I really can't say style because I feel like you don't really have a style when you're in middle school. Mm. You're sort of dressing how everybody else yeah. is dressing. You don't have like a personal style. And that's style. what I mm-hmm. that's what I feel like I did and I always and I did that up to like probably um to be honest, probably my sophomore year. Yeah. Um, I would say so. I met you I think junior yeah. Year. I think my junior year really did unleash my style and I think um people like my generation Mm -hmm. being okay with thrifting and that kind of stuff really did help me figure out what kind of clothes I like yeah and I okay so I was watching the Twilight movies oh that's a whole note we'll come back to that yeah yeah, we'll we'll come back to that in a second but the clothes in this entire like this series of movies because I looked it up the first one came out in 2008 which I very vividly remember and that's we'll come back to um and they ended in like 2012 the style i was like oh cringing through the whole i watched all five movies this weekend (laughs) and i was the whole time i'm like why is she wearing a henley long sleeve under another henley (laughs) t-shirt with these pants what like what are they wearing yeah the whole uh there was Alice, she had on this like necklace chain. Th- I was uh-huh. like, "Girl, what is that?" <laughs> and that was hot. Yeah. Like the style of those movies. Also, the hair. Oh. <laughs> don't even get me the started with sh- what is hair. It, the Kelly Clarkson. Not the Kelly Clarkson highlights. <laughs> when yeah. people come into my salon and ask for them, I tell them no. So, that is like that was twelve years ago. Oh. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Right? I was five Shut when this up. came out. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move past that. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. So, um, I put a poll on my personal Instagram. Yeah. I need to go look at it to see what the answers are. Um, I said, are you, were you a Twilight fangirl in 2008? Yes or no? Um, I definitely was. And am not afraid to admit it i watched them all and it was so nostalgic like i remember being so in love with these characters when i was growing up like in in a pivotal time in my life yeah um i remember being super obsessed with them the answers to see a hundred percent yes all of the people that answered my question on I think I said no did you because it doesn't it doesn't show that you said no oh everyone who voted said me something different maybe it was everyone who voted said me too girl and if you're listening now me too girl I loved them (laughs) still so but like movies that was that was y'all's generation like that's what y'all had yeah like when the books came out um, should I probably have been reading them? Probably not, but I did. And <laughs> I loved them. And I was very invested in the characters. When was Harry, when did Harry Potter come out? I don't know. I was never a Harry Potter. I wasn't either. Like that. But I it was like when I, I was like in like middle different school. generation. Like not generations. Different. Um, I feel like that was like my elementary groups. school. Yeah. Um, I was not a Harry Potter. I'm, I feel like if I read them now, I'd probably enjoy them. Yeah. I've never watched the movies. I've never read the books. Maybe we should. You can come at me for that if you want to. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, but by middle school, Twilight was it for me. Yeah. Okay, so for us, I don't really remember any, like, series of movies that we were just like, yeah, we got to go watch this, and all of our friends would go to the movie theater. 
I felt like we had we had boy band. Uh, we had One Direction. That's what that's what me and my friends did. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if that was like. I felt like that was most people. I feel like since I was a book nerd too, I had a few more that mm-hmm. I really loved. Of course, The Hunger Games was iconic. Oh Di- yeah. The v- Divergent mm-hmm. series. Like I had read all those books, yeah. and so when the movies come out, of course, I was ready to watch mm-hmm. them um, because I get very invested in characters. Um, Her enneagram. Oh my enneagram. That's a whole. We're gonna we're gonna talk about. We've we'll already talked about, about yeah. talking about it, so we're gonna talk about those later. But um, I also had music yeah um at the same time of my harry potter obsession was my justin bieber obsession um because that's when he was like 2010 is when he was starting so you're twilight and then justin bieber you said harry potter did i say harry potter yes she did girl let me backtrack (laughs) i meant i meant twilight (laughs) so twilight and then like you're justin bieber then justin bieber Uh Mm -hmm. um i was too young to well, I so, really wasn't too young, but I, guess, I wasn't into him that yeah. much. Um, I guess Twilight was started in 2008, was yeah. when the movie came out. Now, the books had been out for a while, and I already read those. Um, but Justin Bieber, like, 2010. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, my eighth grade year. And then from Justin, I went into the Jonas Brothers die-hard die Joe fan here. Um then from there probably was one direction see but i feel like there was like a i feel like there was like an overlap of my justin bieber and jonas brothers because i don't know what the years for the jonas brothers were but um all i know is i loved all of them i think that goes back into my character obsession though because to me like i didn't actually know them so they were just characters in my life well (laughs) i'm 17 and i'm still obsessed mm. with like Harry Styles oh, which yes. is a very I don't know if it's like a bad addiction because it doesn't affect anybody but me but anyway <laughs> it doesn't that hurt anybody <laughs> it doesn't hurt so anybody so I started that was like really me like being like oh there's like celebrities mm, yeah that's really what opened it up for me because it was like 2012 mm-hmm. I was like nine eight maybe nine I was a sophomore in high school. <laughs> yeah. I was, was that would that be right? I was like driving yeah. sixteen. So So that, I, well okay. I since I started school a year mm-hmm. early, I was probably actually like fifteen my yeah. sophomore year in high school. I didn't start fully driving until my junior year because I turned sixteen mm-hmm. the start of my junior year. Yeah. But I think that's what really that's really what set me and showing like oh there's yeah that was more like, than just this town mm-hmm. there's more than just like there's like so many other oh yeah things in the world and i think that's what helped i did also have a one direction obsession that started when it was really mm-hmm. going my session started with them when they were like on the X Factor, where yeah. yours probably came a little bit after that. You yeah. just watch all those videos yeah. after the fact. Because we watched YouTube. Yeah, because you watch YouTube. Yeah. You watch all that after the fact. Yeah. Where like I was watching it like as it was happening. Yeah. Um, and so by the time you probably were getting really obsessed with One Direction, my obsession was dying. Yeah. Um, I had bigger things to worry about. Yeah. See, like first I- boyfriends <laughs> and yeah. friend drama. Like it became, like just. 
Yeah. My childhood being able to just see I love music and boy bands and books and stuff were overtaken by. See, I started to like One Direction, and then it moved on to like Five Seconds of Summer. Oh, see, I like see I went to to their music, but I didn't. I liked both of them. them. I wasn't obsessed with Five Seconds of Summer as I was with One Direction. Like One Direction, it was like. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all me and my friends talked about. And, I mean, we Can were in relate. middle Can school. Relate. We were in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that. So, like, it was so bad. We made... <laughs> I wish I still had the footage. But we made the best song ever video. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I had my mom, like, record it. And we thought it was, like, the best thing ever. No pun intended. No pun intended. But, like, that's what... Um, I just don't have, like, the other kind of series that you did. Yeah. Because I was just born later. And, yeah, because there was no way you needed to yeah. be reading Twilight when I... Like, I when really I didn't even <laughs> need to be reading it. <laughs> so, um, like, I was snapping you all weekend while I was watching it. I'm yeah. sure you probably thought I was, like, lunatic. I was like, what is she... Th- I was... I... I've have you ever... Twilight. <gasps> I know. No. Okay, so we're going to rewatch them <laughs> together. Okay, the first one, the quality is trash, but we love it all the same. Okay, it's, we... I'm going to be asking a lot of questions. Yeah. Because I'm going to be like, what is this? What does this mean? (laughs) So, I'm actually going to reread the books. After watching the movies this weekend, I decided I'm going to reread the books because I'm searching for nostalgia in my life. I need to feel like that again. Um... And I own the books, which I'm going to my mother's tonight to find. Because I just already decided that I'm going to read them again. Yeah. So, um, pop culture in general, we were just had different things yeah. that we were, like, into. Yeah. Um, which is sort of funny. It's... If you, like, look at it. Yeah, like, we obsess over some of the same things, but, like, at different times. Yeah. Yeah, because <clears throat> the end of my One Direction obsession was, like, the beginning of my junior year say mine's well like the middle of my junior year mine dialed down once when they like (laughs) broke up but then like i'm not kidding i think it sort of started back up now (laughs) and see like i don't have an obsession with them as individuals yeah like now that they make their own music yeah see my like you still are a die hard harry girl yeah and i mean i was a nile girl but like i like his music i just am not obsessed with him um so our next point mm-hmm. is like okay so well we can backtrack so tiny bit we talked about um how like school was for technology. the difference of us like the internet technology but now since i'm literally almost an adult mm-hmm. i will be 18 at the end of this year just a couple months and and i've been an adult for <laughs> several years yeah so what about like what do you think the difference between like being a millennial and a gen z on like different issues of the world like i feel like we have a lot of the same like we we have a lot of the same like they focus on the same kind of thing yeah we have a lot of the same um viewpoints yeah um so i think because i'm on the line of Mm -hmm. millennial and gen z um i relate a little bit more to the social um issues of your generation Mm -hmm. more than more so like the late the early the the early millennials um and like the stigma around millennials in general really is aggravating 
because I'm like, who don't want to work? Because here I am. I am 24. I've owned my own business since Mm -hmm. I was 19. I have worked my butt off. I feel it. And I have four businesses. And who doesn't want to work? Because that seems to be the number one like uh millennials don't want to work yeah, millennials want to get things handed to but i feel like people think that about um, us yes so i feel like the difference is um your generation was not force-fed college education oh yeah like for sure was. um i remember being in high school and like it was a entire thing if you didn't want to go to a four-year school mm-hmm. um like our college counselor really wanted you to go and mm-hmm. she had like specific schools she wanted you to go to and so when i chose a trade right out of high school um when i chose cosmetology school she was like you're wasting your potential and you're not doing all of this um and like it was kind of a big deal for the fact that i was choosing to go to hair school mm-hmm. um right out of high school instead of going to a four-year school where I feel like now probably thanks to the few of us who have rebelled against that stigma of going to college you guys don't feel like you have to go to college yeah but we also we also have so many other things that we that which is actually crazy to make money off of like you can make youtube videos mm-hmm. or, and or even just like see like that was just starting things. when yeah. i was graduating high school like being a youtuber was just becoming a thing yeah and the information on how much they made like wasn't even really thought about like oh you're you you're a youtuber oh you just make videos for fun or whatever yeah um where you guys know that you can make yeah bank off of doing videos yeah. off of tiktoks off of instagram what, like just being an influencer yeah. like influencers weren't a thing until i was and that's a thing an now. adult yeah like that wasn't really they, there may have been people that were doing it but they were probably were celebrities yeah getting paid for their See, ads and now being like a mainstream media and then being like trying to be on like um alternative things like youtube and like mm-hmm. they're like this isn't your platform. This is a platform pe- for people that were n- are not celebrities. Yeah. Are people and like who are just from regular places and yeah. are trying to like, like it's like I for themselves. It's like when people are like um, when celebrities get on TikTok. Oh my gosh, those are sort of some of them are funny. Yes. So like the only celebrities that I approve of being on TikTok are like Lil Yachty and Lizzo. Oh yeah, same. Um, do you have anybody else? Because I can't think of who else. I can't really think of anybody else on the top of my head me neither but they both like i love both of them on tiktok like they know how it works yeah but they also are our age yeah i don't know how old lizzo is but i feel like she's not very much different age difference than i am um i don't know about Boat either um you can google that so she's 32 really yeah so she's a millennial and how old's lil yachty um i and I feel like that's where the difference between us, our generations, in what, how you can be successful and yeah. how to make money. That's a difference, for sure. So, Lil Yachty, he's 23. Yeah. What so, Google says. According to Google. So, yeah. Lizzo's a millennial, and, and he is and like... he's like the beginning of Gen Z. Yeah. And those are two really good examples of... How their age is really different, but they both yeah 
understand like that kind of type mm-hmm. of social media the hustle so I think that's one thing about the Generation Z um, we do have like a lot of different plans than what the typical um, older millennials feel like we should be having but that doesn't mean that we don't have a backup plan yeah like I feel like we do have backup plans I feel like boomers probably think that you guys are just like all over the place and that you Mm -hmm. have no real idea of how the world works Mm -hmm. per se but I feel like we're changing the world on how it actually works yes and that's exactly what I was going to say but the world works completely different for us yeah because the generational gap between Mm -hmm. them and you guys are huge I mean we talked about some of the biggest differences between me and you and we don't even have that many years Mm -hmm. apart so I feel like with like the social issues um Gen Z definitely are with it oh yeah I do feel like okay like going back to TikTok you can there's this TikTok and it's like Gen Z um like talking about all the things that we do for like political issues and stuff like that but we can't tell a waiter that they got our order wrong because we don't want to make them upset yes so that is something like we i feel like most of my generation we stand up for what we believe in Mm -hmm. even if other people aren't backing us up they don't care yeah so i think that's one thing and i feel like millennials they sort of i feel like more of the older millennials like in their 30s i feel like they i feel like okay so for like me yeah I feel like I will keep my mouth shut if I mm-hmm. don't feel like fighting about it. But that may just be my personality trait. Yeah. And I don't... I know other millennials my age will definitely fight about it if mm-hmm. they feel strongly enough about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel... Like, I pick and choose all of my battles in my life mm-hmm. where I feel like a lot of the Gen Z will like- <laughs> throw down for what they think yeah. any and all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not all the time, but like... Yeah. when they need to and I feel like uh, me myself like I'll just change the subject so I don't have to talk about it yeah I don't um I feel like I don't really fall into that category because like you said I like pick and choose your battles but I feel like I personally um I feel like I always stand up for what I believe in mm-hmm now, I'm not the type of person to just go around and be like, this is what I believe in you need. Oh, yeah, like too. throwing it on other yeah, people. Yeah, because I feel like that's not that's not what I stand for. Yeah, that's not okay. So, like, I do feel like, um, like, Generation Z and Millennials, we do have a lot of the same kind of, um, like, issues that we still feel like are going on mm-hmm. in the world and we do, like, still stand behind compared to, like, boomers they're like well they all didn't have the struggle that we did mm-hmm. and i'm like well that's not something we can relate to yeah so we don't know what that is and two like i going back we like tiktoks y'all you'll learn we'll reference those a lot yeah. um going back to a, a tiktok i seen of about how like gen z are like the younger siblings and like we're your older siblings so like i really do feel like some of us millennials will definitely throw down for you guys Mm -hmm. and to stand up for hey they're not mindless idiots doing mindless idiotic things um 
you guys just don't understand them where because we do mm-hmm. um so many years where millennial 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 and the awful things that they now thought about us it. yeah now it's on you guys yeah so um literally the okay, we the can more. yeah we can relate yeah. to that so i feel like we were fed a different version of success versus mm-hmm. you guys where you guys feel like success can come from anything mm-hmm. and we were fed that success comes from going to school and going to Having college money. and getting a degree yeah. and then going to work where you guys are like I'm gonna catch now. a bag at 15 on TikTok like yeah Charlie D'Amelio I mean you know yeah it's like that and I also feel like since the baby boomers Gen X was y'all's parents mm-hmm. Then they sort of fed into it. Oh, you need to, you need to go to school. Then like you college was a, a privilege that yeah. they didn't have. Then you need to find a husband, find a wife. Oh, get and married, then have, have family, mm-hmm. and then go to work. Yeah. But like now, I feel like my generation, we're like, I don't need anybody. Mm-mm. I can do it on my own. You I don't have to have. Family. Yeah, you don't have you to have, have, have kids yeah. by twenty five. No. Like, I just turned 24, and I feel like I need to have a baby. But, like, I don't feel like I need to have one. But you guys are like, if I have a baby at 40, that's fine. Yeah. Whenever it happens. Yeah. Whenever I'm ready for it. Where, yeah, we definitely were fed more of a... um, Had the white picket fence. Yeah, that all-American dream. Yeah. College education wasn't a thing that all of our parents had. So they really wanted us to go and be the first, maybe second one in their generation to go to college. Um, And that's okay. But Mm -hmm. you guys don't feel like you have to have that. Yeah. Because I think that's okay too. Yeah. So I feel like we've normalized. If you feel like you need to go to college for what you want to do, like, of course, if you want to be a doctor and those kind of things, you need to go to college. But like, yeah, you don't completely yeah. rebel against degrees. It's that you know that you don't have to have one. If you do not want to go into yeah. that field. Yeah. So, like, I know people that they're like, well, I want to do, like, let's just say something in business. Well, they could just get their associate's degree. They don't have to go to a four-year school. They don't have to do... Yeah. They don't have to do what is normalized and I as am, to other people. Yeah, I'm a big, big advocate for not going to college to waste time. Yeah. Um, not going to college without knowing 100% that that's what you want to do with your life. And yeah. I know it's hard when you're 18 to know if that's exactly what you want to do with your life. And it could definitely change. And that is like a big yeah. difference. But, um, like don't spend the money don't yeah. go into debt yeah wasting years of college that you yeah. probably won't use if you're not dedicated to it and see and since i come out of being a um out of a trade mm-hmm. without zero student mm-hmm. debt like i had none mm-hmm. and i started my business without a degree mm-hmm. i am a big advocate for just because other people say you have to do it doesn't mean you actually yeah. have to and then there are see, more than one path to point b from point a yeah so for me um i've already started doing college classes i started doing college classes my junior year mm-hmm. so i will have most of my stuff like my first year done yeah pretty much done and um i could go to like a two-year school and i'd only have to go there for a year yeah so and then i could like transfer and go into that kind of idea that's like a whole nother Mm -hmm. topic but um 
we have like so many opportunities now if we do want to go to college we can start early yes and yeah. I think um, so we had started that when I was in high school too I graduated yeah. with 15 college credit hours that I will never need again um, I took an ACT twice that I did not need to do what I do now um, but I um, that like okay test, test scores <laughs> oh, oh my gosh I have severe test anxiety um, test scores like it was a big deal when I was in high but school. I think they, Is it as big of a deal for you guys? Um, Do they stress I think it, it depends on the person more than just, just like the, the idea of test. Because if you, as for me, I have very high expectations for myself. Mm-hmm. I do with anything I do because I just always. It's not that I have to be the best, but I want what is best for me. Mm-hmm. So I always try really hard. I study. I'm always you know doing you, something. You know if you put in the work, you'll receive yeah. the benefits. So I get really anxious about tests because I, even if I know it, it just wouldn't come to me sometimes. Yeah. It's like my brain freezes. Yeah. Um, I also have very severe test anxiety, which is why I hated taking the ACT. So that's why I think because they pushed y'all so mm. hard to be like you have to go to college you need to make this test score yeah if you don't have like a 25 you're not gonna get in anywhere yeah. and what a loadable that was and now they've changed i don't know what the requirements for some schools then were but like now some schools you could just go in with an 18 yeah and people are okay with that because if you put in the work then they're not going to focus so much on the ACT. Yeah, that now. one test yeah. that you took that one day. Yeah. Like, the circumstances around that one test that one day. Yeah. I know one of the times I took my ACT, it was, like, freezing cold. I was in a building I'd never been in before, and I hated it. Yeah. And my score dropped for that test. So, um, tests are different. Just back to education in general. Yeah. I think... We just, we were just so different. Yeah. Because I also feel like the millennials helped you guys to know that you don't have to mm-hmm. have that kind of this success because of the people who were like, no, I don't want to go to college mm-hmm. and I'm still going to be successful. Yeah. Like I never went to business school and I owned four. I <laughs> made it work. I figured it yeah. out. I self-taught. Yeah. I was a self-starter. Yeah. So. And then. Um, I feel like you guys have a lot of self-starters. Yeah. We have a lot. But I feel like you guys have I feel like we do, even just people my age. Yeah. Like. It's okay to be 17 and start your own business. Yeah. Like, why 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 not? not? I I feel like I say why not a lot. I mean, at this point, I might as well get it tattooed (laughs) on my body and just be like, why not? Because I. I was in 2014. Put a mustache with it. Oh, my God. An infinity piece sign. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm just like, why not? Why not? Just do it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And what are you going to yeah. do? You're going to learn from that mistake and you're just going to keep going. So that's why, see, that's one of the things. And I think that's what sort of helped both of us get into like the same kind of viewpoint mm-hmm. that we have about the world. Yeah. Which. Um, because even though we are seven years apart, we yeah. are very much alike. And that's why we're such good friends and yeah. why we can have, we have very deep soul-touching conversations about yeah. everything from a paint color on a wall to a Facebook post. <laughs> to the smell of a candle. <laughs> like, we, look, we have some great descriptive, descriptive yeah. just chats. We just talk. Yeah. I feel like we're constantly talking yeah, all the time. That's what we're we, just, we just don't not talk to each other. Yeah. 
we could be talking about chips and like brands of chips how they're different in versus spicy versus whatever and yeah. we could make it sound like a whole entire book we could literally talk about it for a bag of chips for an hour we probably could if we really sat down and yeah tried. if we just looked at it so and that's what this pod- podcast like was yeah. birthed from was we were like we like to talk we I feel have, like we have um, we have good viewpoints. I feel like yeah, I do. I do too. Because even though, even though I'm not an adult, mm-hmm. and I can't vote. Mm-hmm. I can't legally by my age. I can't do a lot of things. Oh, we haven't even talked about what you can and cannot do versus what yeah. I can and cannot do. Like I am. So you're 17. <laughs> yeah. You're not 18 yet. Of course, I changed the tobacco age. Yeah. So you can't. I can buy a lottery ticket. When I am 18. Uh-huh. You can vote, which it'll be it after. It won't even matter. You can't vote for four more years because it'll be so after I'll an be election. Like 22, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, you can't... You can enroll in the military. Yeah. Um, which is crazy that you can... Yeah, but I could do that. Serve our country, but you can't buy alcohol. That's a whole nother topic. Like, you can go kill people, but you can't have a beer. That's that's, that's crazy. Yeah. It also, is. like in England, they're sixteen and they can drink. Yeah, and like, you can't buy alcohol until you're twenty one. Yeah, make it make sense. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no. I can do all of those things. There's yeah. nothing I can't do. I I can't go to jail. Don't think I can rent a car by myself. I think that might be the only thing. I don't know. I think you have to be twenty five to do that. I've got one more year. Got, yeah. But that's it. I can do everything else. I can book a hotel room. <laughs> I can whatever yeah um, you literally can't do anything and i don't do those things for you no <laughs> so it's not like i don't ask her to do those things for me no i don't by myself i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um, um but both generations very independent oh absolutely i feel like we don't rely on nobody except i don't ourselves. really i'm very independent but my my mom taught me to be very independent mine did too so and I was naturally headstrong and oh, yeah, like independent too. being born, but like also I was like my raised first, to figure it out. My first word was no. You know? So. I don't know what my first word no was, but that sounds about right. Like, I rem- Mama told me the story, like, Daddy was trying to tell me to uh, do something, and I was like, no. And that was like my first word. And I was like, I don't know what mine was. I'd have to phone Susan to see. And I was like, that makes sense. She, I don't know if she would remember. Um, I know that I walked and talked really early. I was walking at like eight months and talking not long after that. Yeah. Eight months out of the womb. See, okay, the generation me, um, not generation Z, but generation me. Um, <laughs> I feel like we can't, like we can do a lot of things. But for some reason, my generation does not like um, telling people when something is wrong. Yeah, okay, so you talked about that earlier. So I, my, me, myself, so let's, well, this is just like our personal things here, not the generations as wholes. Um, I will tell somebody something's wrong. Yeah. Because I've worked, like, especially, okay, so, like, a restaurant. I worked in the service industry. If something's wrong, like, I'm going to tell them because mm-hmm. you want it fixed. Like, I paid money for it. Yeah. I want it fixed. And you guys are like, and I see, don't care if I, I paid am. money for it. That's how I am. But most of my friends, like, we were in we were in a restaurant, and they got, our, they got one of my friend's orders wrong. And I was like, well, you can just tell them that it's wrong. I don't think they'll care because it's, it's just a misunderstanding. Uh-huh. 
and then she was like no i don't want it to be a big deal i was like but what are you gonna eat yeah like you literally don't want that yeah you paid money for it i was like are you just gonna leave it sitting there yeah no see but i think that has to do with my enneagram and that, like my personality that's probably true um i i don't feel like we're afraid to ask for help no i do feel like we try to figure it out on our own before we ask for help though yeah i do feel like uh i guess for millennials um y'all were so like well we gotta do this we gotta do this and they don't usually ask for help to do things Mm -hmm. because they're like well i'll well if it doesn't work out then that's on me yeah but like I feel like my dear, we don't we don't really want to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You you guys want to know it all yeah, already. We do, and we may pretend that we know it all, but we're actually researching the crap out of it. Yeah, yeah. So those are like some big differences. If you like, actually, just sitting here and like thinking about it. Yeah, and it's interesting because I feel like I know more about like your generation than mm-hmm. my own does that make sense like i, I like it's i pay more yeah like yeah. i pay more attention to like the differences that you guys have yeah that i don't even really know like about you yeah where i feel like you'd probably do the same for me like you yeah. pay attention to what the millennials do and i don't because i am just be bopping through life i know this sounds bad but i feel like a lot of uh well i don't really i don't think it sounds bad but I feel like a lot of Generation Z looks at millennials and be like, okay, that's not what we're going to do. Yeah. Like, because y'all sort of had to learn things different. We kind of figured it out for you guys. Yeah. I guess. Like, we we went through certain things so that you guys wouldn't have to. So you guys could look at us and be like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I think, I, I guess it really does depend on the person as well. Because going into, like, the, um personality tests and stuff like that that's when you Mm -hmm. sort of get down into um how the person is but i don't like stereotypes of Mm -mm. generation z at all i don't like the millennial ones either i feel like i i feel like so i have a natural problem with authority yes which is why i work for myself and it's not that i'm disrespectful to authority it's that I have a problem with people telling me what to do and people assuming things about me. And so I feel like I naturally rebel against the stereotypes as well. So, um, top three stereotypes of millennials. And oh. I, um, oh dear. They need to know why. It's the number one. But I, I, I do like to know why. But I also feel like that could be. But also, I'm like, it doesn't matter why. It just is. So it maybe it's just a topic. Oh. <laughs> what else I say about um, us? I'm afraid. This says they want a trophy for everything. That's not true. I feel like. I mean, my Leo does want a trophy for everything. Like me myself, but I, I like do to feel be like acknowledged. Y'all, y'all sort of started the. Everybody gets a participation. No, that is true. They started that when we were kids, and yeah. but I don't feel like we started it. Yeah. I feel like our I parents like, started. And they it were for like, us. "Oh well, we don't want them to feel left out." Yeah, mm-hmm. which to me, I feel like it's okay to not win a trophy yeah. all the time. Like that's when you know that's when you're learning to grow. Also, like. Not everyone is good at everything. No. And, like, there are definitely things that I am not good at, like, and I, I know that. I know I am not going to be the top 
person in like math. Oh, absolutely like, math not. Is not I my suck. Strong suit. No, it's not. So mine either. I don't des- I don't deserve a trophy for something that I first of all don't work as hard in. Mm-hmm. To I'm not as talented as it is other people that deserve it more than me. Also, I'm not athletic. I am yeah. not going to try to get out on the softball field with you out there and be like, I'm the baddest of them all, <laughs> and I want a trophy because I suck at it. Yeah. I, look, I couldn't run, like, half a second. Like, <laughs> not even half a mile. Like, I ha- like to the to home base, to first base, to whatever the bases are, I don't even know. I couldn't do it, so I know that I couldn't do it, and I ain't going to try to get out there and try. So I don't want a trophy for that. Next. I feel like you would probably fall into this one. Oh, God. They want too much accommodation and flexibility. I do like to be flexible. Um, so, I feel like, um, like, fix- flexibility and, like, schedules and, like... Yeah, I like to do my that, own thing. Yeah. And but that, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I don't either. I think that comes with the generational differences, and that's probably why they think that we don't want to work. Yeah. It's not that we don't want to work. We want to work on our own time. Yeah. Like, we want to work when we're our most productive. Like, I know that I do my best work bright and early. I When I'm at home by myself and there's not the radio on and I'm just drinking coffee, I can do my best, most creative thinking from, like, 7 to 9 a.m. Yeah. But, like, I don't come to work until 10. And then once when, like, when I uh, come in to work after school and mm-hmm. so like that's not no that's my time that's my dead time yeah and i think that's probably why we like flexibility is we like to be able to work from home we like to be able to work um when our bodies and minds are fresh yeah and that's a different times for everybody like i know some people who do the best work at like after midnight yeah that ain't me i'm asleep <laughs> that's probably you yeah you, i like, work good at night yeah i don't um, I I work good in the morning. Like, if I'm going to work, it's going to be, like, early in the morning. But I have, like, a schedule for myself, and I spend most of my time in the morning for myself. Mm-hmm. And then I do work good right after, like, supper and stuff like that. So, and you then, know, like, like I'm if I ate dinner, I am done yeah. working. I cannot work any longer. My brain is absolutely dead after I've eaten. I am a night owl, though. I'm not. Absolutely, I'm a yeah. morning bird. But I feel like I'm also both <laughs> because I can wake up early and it doesn't really bother me. I feel like that is the difference between Gen Z and millennials. I feel like most Gen Z can stay up. They stay up late. Yeah. They we just stay up late. I know a few millennials who have crap sleep schedules too. But like, uh, again, that goes to our personalities. Yeah. I am definitely. I'm gonna go to go. I'm gonna be in bed by 10 p.m. and I'm gonna be up by yeah. six. The next day um i don't i feel like you guys don't have good concepts of time yeah like just I, like not i don't mm, like you guys can sleep till 2 p.m and not feel bad about it but if i sleep past 8 a.m i'm like oh my day is wasted mm-hmm. and maybe that's just me i feel like um okay well I don't like sleeping in that late because I feel like I, I can do a lot during the day. Yeah. Um, so I try to be productive and stuff like that. But I feel like most um, Gen Z, they want to have, um, like, even how much time they have in the day, they still want it to be sort of productive. Mm-hmm. But 
it just sort of depends on what kind of not what kind what is productive to them Mm -hmm. yeah so i feel like that would just fall into how they are as a person as well what did they say about you gen z's so i know you got it pulled up over there gen z have short attention span i think you do i think we most of us do but i think that comes from everything being so fast yeah um fast being like Instagram is like moments right now TikTok like 60 seconds like everything is just fast yeah. for you guys and so why do you, why should you have a long attention span because everything happens so quick you can consume so much content in, in 30 minutes yeah. versus your entire day so of course you guys have a short attention span because yeah. you've never had to have a long one yeah that yeah that basically sums it up um but i do feel like um since we don't really have a long attention span that i feel like we are we have like different unique skills that can go into um why we don't have like i feel like our communication skills because we don't have long attention spans we get straight to the point yeah we keep moving we keep going with it you know so what else i say about you um it says that gen z are addicted to technology and can't handle face-to-face interactions that's a stereotype i feel like i don't like the word addicted to technology because Mm -hmm. that has like a very negative connotation to it Mm -hmm. but i feel like we I don't do feel, like our technology. I was gonna say I don't feel like that's just you guys though. No, because I my screen time on my phone is high. I have a lot of screen time. My mom, she's always on Facebook. Yeah, like I feel like it just. My mom was sending me TikToks at two a.m. the other day. <laughs> so like I don't feel like that falls into no. just you guys. I think technology in itself it's is just addicting. followed us our whole life. So yeah. that's why I feel like they think we've just mm-hmm. are addicted. Yeah. Quotation marks. Yeah. Around that. Air quotes. Um. And I do feel like we can handle face-to-face interactions. Yes. I don't think it's that we can't handle them. It's just... We don't, don't really always ha- have to have Yeah, them. we don't have to have that. Like, because a texting. Lot- yeah. I don't have to see somebody's face. Mm-mm. You can email somebody. Yeah. On, I mean, you guys barely email, but you guys can send a DM to somebody on Instagram and get way farther than you can on a phone call. Yeah. And so, that's that's all of us, too. It's just accessible. Yeah. To not have to talk to face-to-face. Um, and the third one, it is Gen Zers tend to job hop and ghost employers. Now, I... I kind of agree with that one. Mm, I do and I don't. Because I, I don't feel, feel like, like you... I don't think I do. But I feel like... I feel like some people are just always looking for something different. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like it's just your generation either, but I do feel like your people your age and even some of your friends or just people around you, um, instead of just being patient and sticking it out, you guys are like, I'll just quit. Yeah. I'll just find something else. I guess most people, they're like, okay, well, I haven't. I've worked here for three years and I haven't got a raise. I haven't moved in positions mm-hmm. of where I'm working at. So 
I'll just start somewhere else today. Yeah, just completely start over. So, now, that's not me, but I do feel like we do have a lot of Gen Z. Because I feel like a lot of Gen Z that we want to be the top. And you guys look for satisfaction over just going to work and getting it done. Yeah. And then, but there's mental me. health. I have a job that I love, so I'm not yes. going to. And I try to be an employer who can help you grow as a yeah. human being, not just yeah. here in the office. Yeah. So I, I try like to teach that, you lessons. Yeah. So I feel like that does help. But like, I guess I sort of understand like working, like just working at McDonald's. But I feel like if you have a job and you haven't got to where you want to be at, there's no reason to stop doing a job that is making you money and getting you closer to doing what you want to do in the long run yeah like sometimes you just have to hustle in a place you don't want to be to get to somewhere else later in life like just because you don't like working at the grocery store or the mcdonald's or the wherever the gas station wherever you'll be working just because you don't like working there Mm -hmm. all the time doesn't mean you should just quit and i feel like opportunities will come yeah as you stick it out yeah i feel like if you're patient bigger doors are open for you where if you quit and you go to the next job and then you quit after three months there too you have a resume that only says you have three months and that's gonna hurt your ability to get a job because they're gonna be like oh she job hops Mm -hmm. so i think that does I do think that kind of helps some truth yeah. to it. So, that was our views of on... Millennials and Gen Zs. Yeah, on the <laughs> difference between us. If you think of something that we didn't think of, leave it in a comment um, on our Instagram or DM us. Mm-hmm. We are at 7 Years Podcast on Instagram. And um, we talked for a long time yeah we're gonna have to get better about time but um because we just we could just talk forever yeah but i feel like this episode was was a really long one yeah yeah and so you kind of learned about us what our obsessions were yeah like what we were into as kids middle schoolers (laughs) um we even though there are seven years between us we are a lot alike and you'll learn more about that yes in other episodes as well and that's i always tell her i'm like if you didn't act older than you were we wouldn't be friends because yeah. because i told her i was like i imagine, act older than i am i told her i was like imagine if me and you were the same age like if she if she was 17 oh we would not been friends no i don't think we would no have been. absolutely not but if i was 24 i feel like we would have we would have been friends for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've... Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah. We'll just go. count how many times we say yeah. yeah it's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're just going to hang up there. We're just going to be like, bye. <laughs> we said yeah 17 times. We'll see you later. So, seriously, we're going to hang it up here. Thank you guys so much for listening to us today. Listen to us Randall. ramble and stutter and say yeah <laughs> and um and so... Like. <laughs> And all of the other words that we use way too much, maybe we'll get better at that. But, like I said earlier, we are at the 7 Years Podcast on Instagram. Please like and follow us, of course. Um, Leave us a review if you are um, 
listening on Apple Podcasts because mm-hmm. we are on there. And as well as all of our other podcast channels, which you can find in the link in our bio on Instagram. Um, we will see you guys every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a new episode every Thursday. And we appreciate you guys so much for listening to our first episode. Um, anything else? Mm-hmm. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. We'll see you guys next week.